This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 149. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. So, bonus episode 149 sees no movie review per se. That's right ladies and gents, we are doing something a little bit different. Love doing things differently and to be honest, the bonus episodes have been monopolised by um, a little thing called movie reviews that... We've kind of lost, well, when I say we, me, primarily as the host here, have lost focus on what we can do with them. And what I thought might be fun, considering we are almost one quarter of a year down, now let that fucking sink in, almost one quarter of a year down already. 2019, almost one quarter done, that don't feel right. I don't know about you guys out there. I do not feel happy with that statement, but we are, we're almost one quarter of the year down, it might be a good idea to take stock, sit down and say, right, what have we had? What delicacies has 2019 served up to us on a platter? Um, And what do we have to look forward to in the next quarter? So really kind of focusing at what I have loved uh, in the first couple of months of this year and what I'm really looking forward to seeing um, in the next quarter of the year. I'm kind of hoping where this leads to is a conversation on our Facebook page and through email for movies that have come out this year that one, I have missed that I need to catch up on. Two, what's been doing the rounds in the festival circuit that we all should be keeping our eyes open for. And three, an opportunity for you guys to also take stock of what I've seen, what I'm recommending and what I might not have reviewed on podcasts under the stairs as of yet. So, I'm not even going to go like specifically, I was going to say surely but that's not the right word specifically down pure horror roads either i'm going to talk about just some of the stuff i've seen this year most of it will be horror granted but some of the other things that i've seen that i think are worth checking out it's almost like an overall movie obsessional sort of review situation here where we talk about things within the genre and stuff horror adjacent um, which I always find fun. There's been a ton of true crime docs landing in the last six months on, on platforms like Netflix that, you know, I don't get much of an opportunity to talk about them, even though my heart lies just as much in true crime as it does with horror. I fucking love that genre. It's done poorly quite a lot, like horror, but at times when you when you hit that vein of fucking sauciness, oh dear God almighty, let your, let your wrongdoings to innocent civilians wash over me as vengeful justice will be wrought using this documentary. So yeah, um, so that's what we're going to do on this episode. This is your second of three planned episodes this week. Um, the last episode will come on Sunday, 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 ladies and gents, where we return with our 88 film slasher classic series looking at the next disc in the next movie which I did have written down but I left my phone downstairs and ain't running down for it ain't running down for it truth be told uh, I've been delayed greatly 
Uh, and this episode is being recorded on the Thursday, the day that's getting released at 8 o'clock. So you will see how quickly Duncan can record, produce, edit and release an episode in real time as I want this episode out before I do my Thursday Thursday, which is happening at half past nine. So there we fucking go. So yeah, uh, that is what's on the docket for this week, ladies and gents. Ooh, that is right. We will be dropping on Monday, though, a little bit of Andy Loves Art House looking at Climax, one of my favourite episodes of all time recording with Andy Blockley, and that's including all the doing the nasty conversations and every guest appearance he's done here. We really, really, really get into uh, whether or not we dug or disliked um, the new Gaspar Noe film, Climax, and that's a fucking... Oh, I can't wait for you to hear it. I'm so proud of that episode and how the conversation turned out. So that is on its way, ladies and gents. It's on its way. But let's talk about some fucking movies. So I'm going to take a very short break. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear a little bit of music when we return. Let's take stock of the first quarter of 2019 by looking at the things I've watched, the stuff I've liked, the stuff I haven't liked, and a whole hell of a lot more coming right up right after this. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try... They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure-all, sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy. African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening.
Welcome back ladies and gents, so let's just cut right into this, um, according to my my, my uh, diary, um, thus far I've seen 60 films this year ladies and gents, 60 films, now um, that is films old and films new, but let's talk about the ones that within the genre anyway um, and genre adjacent I would highly recommend. So it came out right in December, so technically I'm carrying over to a January movie. And whilst it might not have been getting the press that it deserved, I totally think, totally think it should be considered as like certainly levying its way into horror. While it's not being specifically a horror movie itself, the little movie called Sorry to Bother You. Um oh, what can I say about this one? It's directed by Butch Riley. And I think what's quite interesting about uh, what Boots Riley's done here is he has done this very, very clever sort of satire or, and social commentary on where the world is just now with consumerism, the, the kind of class culture that we have just now, race culture for sure. And he starts off with this very, in fact, even kind of the idea of social justice, uh, keyboard warriors, uh, activism, it's all in this movie here. And it starts off going down one very deliberate path and then takes a violent 
twist in the last half an hour into territory which I can only really describe as territory occupied by the, the great Brian Yuzna. Um, there is a, a, a huge degree of what the fuckery and body horror the likes of a movie like Society towards the end of this movie um, and I was just kind of sitting aghast wondering what the fuck I'd just seen. I absolutely loved this movie. It's actually like damn near one of my favourite things I've seen in 2019 overall. It's one that I haven't really discussed because I'm not going to discuss it on the podcast Under the Stairs, although I think there are merits of certainly having it in conversations uh, where we are talking about body horror because that's where the movie ends up. It doesn't begin there but certainly ends up in body horror territories. So I kind of carried over into January. It's, I'm putting it down as a January movie because it came out, what, I think the second or third week in December in the UK which, who puts a movie out at that time? I think it came out a lot earlier than that, though, in the US. So, chances are you have seen it. If you've not, it's out there. Please check it out. Fucking awesome. It's a movie called Sorry to Bother You. And, uh, yeah, it's the first one we're going to talk about right now. I'm going to follow up very quickly with a movie which, once again, isn't horror. And this one is probably more of a struggle to kind of lasso into the horror genre because it really isn't. But it is directed by uh, one of our faves in podcasts under the stairs, Yorgos Lanthimos, the guy who directed Killing of a Sacred Deer, so um, which is definitely a horror movie. Uh, his new movie, The Favourite, is fucking incredible. I absolutely loved it. It's won tons of awards. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really want to go too much more into it, except it's incredible. Let's swing full into horror, though. The best horror movie I've seen this year by almost goddamn a country mile uh, is a little movie called One Cut of the Dead. Um, it finally got its release in the UK this year. I know it got its release in festival circuits last year, and if you put it on your lists, well done for you. Um, I had to wait a bit of time uh, in order to, you know, in order to, to, to bring it into the fold, so to speak. But it's certainly a movie that will be classed as a 2019 release for me, and horror will need to step up its game quite a bit to compete. It's directed by Shinshiro Ueda, um, and is one of the more ingenious horror movies. I'm not even going to use zombie movies, because it is fucking a very clever zombie movie, but one of the more ingenious movies I have seen in a while, which treads the, the lines of so many genres and so many styles of filmmaking, whilst being incredibly funny and so well constructed, it's almost it's almost a puzzle at how a movie like this exists. And um, I'm over, over the moon that it does. I will go as far to say, and I know this is sacrilege to a lot of you guys out there, I think this movie is better than Shaun of the Dead. So, um, yeah, haters are going to hate me for sure, but there ain't a lot I can say about that. I fucking loved it. Um, what else have we seen from this year that is a release this year? Well, we discussed Glass in great detail in our review. Uh, Glass is a fucking brilliant movie. Um, loved it. Really, really, really did. Thought it closed out that um, trilogy really well. And all the congrats in the world to our buddy um, Shyamalan, who I think really just found his niche again, he got his groove, Stella got his groove back, um, and he's he's kind of firing on all cylinders now in the best possible way. I, I really did enjoy that movie quite a bit. Uh, Piercing, which gets its release in the UK next week on DVD, uh, so you will be able to track it down and check it out. I think it's also available in HD streaming as well, and I would highly recommend you check it out. Fucking loved it, directed by uh, Nicholas Pesci. I think it's Pesci or Pesh. 
Um, it's a movie that is dripping in style and attitude, has a 70s aesthetic and score, it's wonderfully acted, and yeah, just a great fucking movie. Um, it's another movie that got five stars from me this year, because I just loved everything it did. Back to the cinema, uh, Escape Room, not so much for me, um, I, I really wanted to escape the room in which I was watching it. Uh, it's just a, a painfully, weirdly, tonally, all over the fucking shop, clusterfuck mess of a movie that I think there's a really good movie in here and I'd be interested to see, I mean they've obviously since this said that they are making a second one, it did very well um, and it's money at the cinema and box office across the world that they are making a sequel and the the jury's out on that one I think as to whether or not they deliver um, on that one there's I mean they've set up uh, a plethora of ideas that they could go down but I think it's the tone I struggled with the most this movie doesn't know if it's been fun goofy weird serious um, and the characters and dialogue were horrendous so I don't know, I don't know, I didn't like it really um, and I will go and check out a sequel because I'm interested to see where we go with it but as it stands just now I ain't got much hope for it it was a huge disappointment because the trailer did look kinda bitching um, yeah Escape Room was not for this guy uh, I would highly recommend if you're into documentaries uh, checking out the two documentaries on the Field Fire Festival so you've got one on Netflix called Fire um, and it's interesting from a standpoint in that it's a lot more humorous uh, and much slicker than a Fire Fraud which is the other documentary that's out there if you know where to look for it. Um, the prism you have to watch Fire through though is that it's kind of been put together by the fuck Jerry guys who were kind of complicit in a lot of the bad shit that happened and they come out smelling of roses in the fire documentary and the fire fraud one not so much um you get to see a bit more of the bad shit that they did and how culpable they were in misleading a lot of people I mean that to me is real life horror the idea of being stuck on an island with no real accommodation no real food um or you know you don't know how things are going to go and then you're stranded there with no means to get off and then planes can't fly and all the rest it's pivoted in a very fun way but I think realistically it's something that you need to take note of that you know how easy it is using very fancy viral marketing campaigns and shit like that to be duped nowadays if the package looks enticing you will fork out the money and I know what you're thinking yeah but these are dumb millennial kids and we're smarter than that I mean if a company announces a special release blu-ray of something I I know that I fling money down without reading um, so I may be complicit in that sort of mentality as well so yeah really enjoyed that swinging it to Netflix Netflix released Conversations with the Killer the Ted Bundy tapes fucking love this a great four part series if you're into your true crime check it out Um I mean, I knew a lot of the Bundy story already, so it wasn't exactly, wasn't exactly breaking the, you know, the breaking down the hard-hitting stories of a life that I didn't know. It's been well documented elsewhere. What I found really interesting about it was it did add a couple of angles which I'd never really seen before. I'd never really seen much of the court footage. Um, I'd never really heard them do those the, the the kind of recordings of them doing all the talking and shit like that uh, so I thought they, they handled that really well yeah Ted Bundy's a terrifying guy uh, or was a terrifying guy but I think the documentary 
managed to do quite well. I know it got a bit of bad press because it looked like it was glorifying Bundy's actions. I don't think it necessarily was and maybe it didn't speak to the survivors because one, the survivors didn't want to speak or two, why would they want to traumatise themselves talking about the time that Ted Bundy hit them so hard they're fucking deaf now? I mean, I, you know, it's very easy to throw these um, these claims at the documentary filmmakers from the sidelines without knowing all the facts yourself. So, uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thought it was a great documentary. I closed out the month of January, though, going to see Destroyer, uh, directed by Karen Kusuma, uh, who has done quite a lot of genre stuff in the past. This is the one that everyone was talking about because Nicole Kidman's in it and she is practically uh, unidentifiable in the role. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a bit long, but I thought the performance was fucking incredible. And uh, she should have got awards, or if she didn't, she should have been nominated for um, them at least. I thought she delivered a really really great performance it has a deliberate tone and a deliberate aesthetic that works very well for the movie and yeah I, I really thought the ending was clever like really thought the ending was clever to the movie so uh, yeah hopefully when it makes its way to a platform that you can see you check it Destroyer I think Karen Kusuma once again has showed she's a very very powerful uh, voice as a director she's got a great eye um, and delivered one of the more interesting, albeit it didn't get five stars from me, it, it scored very, very high sort of movies. Um, swinging it to Netflix, True Crime, Abducted in Plain Sight, I don't need to tell you about this, you've probably seen about a million memes about it online. Um, yeah, one of those what the fuck am I actually watching stories that gained a lot of traction. Um, you will think that this is fake watching it. Uh, it's every parent's worst nightmare, but delivered in a way where you are just constantly... Like, my, I had to keep scooping my jaw off the ground. I couldn't believe the parents had done what they had done. And, yeah, I was in awe of the stupidity, but uh, there is one particular scene which I think everyone will will have giggled, been aghast, and just been dumbfounded with. So, uh, yeah, it scored quite highly from me. Abducted in plain sight. Um Tell you what was a bit of a letdown for me, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, the new Dan Gilroy movie, made its way to Netflix, Dan Gilroy, the guy behind uh, Nightcrawler, a movie that I genuinely did love, uh, reuniting with his cast, uh, Rene Russo and Jake Gyllenhaal, um, even had Tony Collette in this movie, I was excited, couldn't wait. You had a great performance by John Malkovich, which was completely underutilised. Tonally, it's a bit strange. And I think there's a really powerful message here. I just think that overall, the narrative didn't hold it together. It felt like a series of shorts, like an anthology that you could have strung together. Um, but cohesively all together, it didn't really work for me, which unfortunately was, I was a bit of a shame. I was really looking forward to it. You probably heard my full review of it. It is up on the, the Teapots page. Go and check it out. Um, happy death day to you I really liked it I know it's still getting a bit of a kick in of critics and it seems like we aren't getting that third part which is a bit of a shame uh, but I really really liked it I thought I had uh, yeah, pivoted away from horror um, in a way which some people were uncomfortable with I thought I actually worked better overall with the kind of tone of the movie uh, but yeah I, I, I thought it was great I had a lot of fun saw it twice in the cinema uh, saw it with the Baz the Baz enjoyed it as well so I'm not entirely sure how it didn't connect as much because I didn't think they changed it that much from the original tone yet yeah, it was less violent but I, I don't know what you'd do with that I would love to see a part 3 and hopefully it, it continues to make money 
and um, and then brings in something away in the future. Uh, talking about stuff that is horror adjacent, dragged across concrete. Uh, saw that as part of the Glasgow Film Festival, uh, directed by our good buddy S. Craig Zahler, um, starring Vince Vaughn, who was in his previous movie, uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, alongside Mel Gibson, and a great kind of all-star cast in this movie. Um, yeah, I really like this one. It's less gritty than his other works, um, and it has a deliberate vibe and feel and tone to the dialogue as well which is slightly off to the side but I thought it was a fascinating movie that flew in at a pace uh, which I wasn't expecting and delivered so many memorable lines um, in a way that I just thought was great. I really really liked it and it's a strong recommend from me thus far. Um, I obviously have been to Glasgow Fright Fest, so I've seen a lot of shit there. I've talked about them. Highlights for me, The Black Circle, The Dead Centre, The Rusalka, um, Witch Part 1, The Subversion, Lords of Chaos, which I have now seen and fucking loved. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for a special Lords of Chaos episode coming in April. Uh, I've got something planned in the pipeline and uh, we're going to get our black metal freak on in that episode. I'm very much looking forward to it. Obviously, you just heard me review Hole in the Ground recently as well. And uh, yeah, that brings us up to what I have seen. Um, but let's let's turn our attention to what is upcoming, ladies and gents, because there's a whole hell of a lot of stuff about to make its way in the UK. Now, I know that The Prodigy has already been released in the States, but it makes its way to the UK next week and will be reviewed on Podcast Under The Stairs as a bonus review then. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, the kind of... The, 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 the website that I read just says, you know, if you've seen the trailer for it, child who might be slightly creepy um, or has an overdeveloped brain um, starts terrorising his family. I mean, I'm in for that. I've heard some people say it's not as good as you think it's going to be. I've heard other people say that it's incredibly dark and um, I am down for both of that. So, so give me that, please. Give me that now. So yeah, like I say, that's next week. The following week, though, big week for horror fans, we get Us, the new film by Jordan Peele. Advanced reviews for that movie have been stroking it off. Um, apparently, this movie is the real deal, and I can't wait. I actually can't wait. Jordan Peele, for me, is not, like, I, I did not see Get Out and was like, oh, here we're dealing with a one-hit wonder. I saw that movie and was like, we're dealing with the, maybe a future voice in horror. Um, so very much looking forward to that and then like the I think it's two weeks after that we get Pet Cemetery, um, Jason Clark and Amy Semitz uh, and John Lithgow all in this movie uh, directed by the guys who did Starry Eyes um, which is a movie that I thought was pretty fucking amazing that hopefully you've went out and checked out uh, we'll, we'll see where this movie lands uh, it's obviously a remake of the you know the the Pet Cemetery film, but I think it's more in line with the book from what I've seen. They've twisted some details, some horror fans are upset with what they've done uh, in terms of the trailer. To be honest, I don't care. It looks creepy, it looks weird, it looks like a movie I can't wait to see opening weekend, and you will not have to wait long to your podcast Under the Stairs review it. 
then um, then swinging it out April busy month uh, for horror we also have the curse of La Lorona um, which um, I think is supposed to come from the, the kind of conjuring universe maybe um, so this one's following Father Perez uh, who is in Annabelle and he's going to be battling some ghost from Mexican folklore. So this is another one of those kind of conjuring one-averse sort of movies. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it lands. The trailer looked pretty cool for it, if I'm honest. I, I kind of dug what I saw in the trailer. And we'll wait and see where we end up with that. Uh, also within the next quarter, uh, we have um, Brightburn. So this is the movie that was produced by James Gunn. It basically looks like Superman if Superman was directed as a horror movie. Trailers have me in, I think this looks great. I think Sony Pictures are definitely, I mean, between this and Escape Room, are pushing themselves heavily into horror this year, and I applaud them. I want as much horror as possible from as many studios as possible. So if Sony want to give me that, I'm in like Flynn. So we have that movie dropping as well. It'll be interesting to see how that lands. Very much looking forward to coming in the cinema though. And then we're kind of closing out the next quarter. So these are all movies I'll be reviewing over the next like three months. Uh, but we'll have Godzilla King of Monsters. This looks fucking great. Uh, we're going to have Rodan. We're going to have Mothra. We're going to have a kaiju fucking war on the screen. Ladies and gents, give me all that shit. Give me it in my eyes. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It looks fucking great and makes me happy. Um, and yeah, clipping in at the last minute because I didn't know this one uh, was being released in the next quarter. We'll also have the Child's Play remake, which once again has some fans up in arms. I thought the trailer looked quirky, fun, weird, gory, nasty, and yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I don't think it, you're doing Don Mancini a disservice by looking forward to the new Child's Play um, movie. I think if anything, if you're a Child's Play fan, you now have two avenues to watch it in a TV show and as a movie. So I don't see how you're not winning as a horror fan. Um, I know he's been treated a bit raw and a bit rough and all the rest, but this movie was always going to happen. And yeah, we've got Aubrey Plaza in this one. And I think she's great. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Still don't know who's voicing Chucky. Do we care? Do we care? Brad Dourif said he's not doing it. So it's like the Candyman fiasco where like we're still hearing stories about well, Tony Todd's not been asked to be in that movie and I, I, I mean is that is that what is that the 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 stake in the ground that you're pitching your argument to is that Tony Todd needs to be in the movie you won't see it because Tony Todd did two movies after that and that third one is hot garbage so yeah maybe just saying it's not as hallowed and holy ground as as some horror fans appear to be putting it out as so that's Duncan's hot take for you but yeah that that's uh, that's some of the movies that are upcoming um, what have you guys been checking out what have you been digging what has been floating your boat um, let me know let me know um, I will say I also saw that Michael Jackson documentary uh, terrified ever loving fuck out me obviously don't want to get too marred into controversy I've always had very powerful feelings uh, about what I think Michael Jackson was uh, and this is probably not the time nor place I dare say it will be eventually discussed on a Thursday Thursday but that documentary um, really kind of highlights what fame and celebrity will do to a, fina a family dynamic 
and the steps that parents will take in not doing their due diligence on something uh, because a famous person tells them it's okay. Uh, just strange, weird, uh, deeply unsettling and more kind of true crime doc sort of styly. We'll also have the, um, the the case against Adnan Syed, which if you listen to Serial Season 1, this is the HBO doc based on on the events, taking you through the whole case. I'm very much looking forward to that. It's a case that I've followed with intrigue since Serial started, what, four years ago? Um, maybe even five years ago uh, that that Serial uh, season dropped and basically changed the face of podcasting. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to that as well. But you need to tell me what you're looking forward to. What have I missed? What have you seen that you think I need to see? Is there a true crime doc out there this year that I haven't mentioned that I should be checking out? Is there some horror novels out there that you've checked from this year that I should be checking out? Is there anything you're really looking forward to? Is there anything you're not looking forward to? What is the hype train build-up that you're not interested in? Let me know. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. But I'm going to take my final break. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. It's been bonus episode 149, taking a look at the first quarter of 2019 and the horror releases that I've seen, uh, the stuff that I'm looking forward to over the next quarter. This is the year to be a horror fan. This year is fucking stacked, ladies and gents. We are going to be spoiled for choice and I'm just hoping that that cinematic horror run keeps going because... The stuff I'm seeing at cinema now just makes me happy. I get excited every time I hear a horror movie is getting released. Uh, and yeah, we're being pelted from all angles here. Shudder has stepped up its game in the last little while. Netflix is certainly delivering the goods. Um, Amazon ain't no slouch either. And uh, yeah, we have the cinema, we have TV, we have documentaries. It's just a good time, a good time to be a fan of horror. Woo, that's right. Oh, felt good to get that episode out. We'll be doing another one of these probably towards the end of June and maybe post Child's Play just to recap what was the second quarter of the year and look forward to the third and more busy quarter. A ton of titles coming out in August. August is ridiculous for horror in 2019 and I can't wait. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, I say check us out on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the feed and leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to support our show on that platform. Come across and check us out at Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn and Spotify. You can visit our website by going to tputzcast.com and you can buy posters and enamel pins supporting the show with your hard-earned cash, which helps us pay the bills by going to tputzcast.bigcartel.com. You can't go to Facebook. We're in two places in Facebook. If you want to interact with other listeners, post what you're watching and get involved with all the shenanigans on the group page. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. If you want to check out a Thursday Thursday, by the way, ladies and gents, we are about an hour away from Thursday Thursday going live um, at this time of recording. My time this episode drops probably about 30 minutes away from Thursday Thursday. If you want to check out live streams and check out just when the shows are dropping, it's a Facebook page you want to go to facebook.com forward slash t cast 
You can interact with myself and the bars and the twin prongs with social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at TeapotsCast. The podcast under the stairs will return on Sunday with the next instalment of our 88 Films Slasher Classics collection. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off. Thank you.